Welcome to another episode, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, and I am here to say wrestling is a sport. Ah. I'm talking about WWE <laughs> wrestling, WWF back in the day, and all these other three-letter situations. If you don't think anybody in that quote-unquote sport is an athlete, mm-hmm. you, you are very much mistaken. On the other hand, this podcast is a couple of guys <laughs> talking over a microphone uh, podcasting about wrestling and wrestling cards. And unlike professional wrestling, this is completely unscripted. So all I know or all we know is that we both have uh, enjoy wrestling. Yes. And, and probably have for some time. So yes. let's see where this goes, Eric. <laughs> all right. I'm excited about this. Jim, you, uh, you emailed me earlier this week and you laid out some conversation topics and wrestling was a part of it. And I was thrilled because every October... Uh, Slamoween. So we do Slamoween, and we're, we're no, they didn't have Slamoween when I was in charge, <laughs> but I think it's a nice, nice addition. So we 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 gear our content on the uh, on the on the Beckett part on the Fat Packs podcast towards wrestling cards, UFC, boxing, that kind of stuff. And uh, to to hear that the the Godfather of Beckett wants to talk wrestling cards with me, I was really excited. So this this has me uh, well, amped up. I don't know that I've gotten a lot of criticism about the podcast because people generally <laughs> like it. But if I have gotten a criticism, it's what about other sports besides mm-hmm. baseball? Or football or basketball, so I think I've shortchanged hockey. This is our first episode about <laughs> wrestling, and probably not the last. Awesome. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to please, and I actually will please a bunch of people. <laughs> Can I tell you that Dr. Jim Beckett would be one of the greatest wrestling names ever? <laughs> like Dr. Death Steve Williams, but Dr. Dr. Jim Beckett would be great. <laughs> uh, I, think that's, uh, I think I'm pretty retired from <laughs> a lot of things, and especially that. Uh, I watched wrestling when I was a kid. You did too, probably? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, especially growing up here in Dallas-Fort Worth uh, with the uh, WCCW. You, you ever go down the sportatorium? Oh, all the time, yeah. Okay. Um, I, my, mother, my mother loves to tell the story of me uh, at the sportatorium. Because we went, we went to the sportatorium uh, on Friday, Saturday nights, whatever the show was. And then uh, they would record television on Monday nights at Will Rogers Coliseum over in Fort Worth. We lived, we lived yeah. closer to Fort Worth, so it was easier to go over there. But my mother tells the story of me hiding under her chair when the great Kamala, the Ugandan oh, giant, would yeah. come down the aisle because we always sit up, we sat on the heel entrance yeah. and, uh, I would hide under her chair, uh, on, she doesn't have a lot of pictures in her, in her living room, but one picture that she does have on her mantle that she's always had there is a picture of me and my sister, uh, in the ring being held by Kevin Von Erich. And it's, uh-huh. it, it's, it's an amazing yeah. memory that I have. Yeah, I was going to ask you, which, who's your favorite Von Erich? It's Kevin. Uh, what about Fritz? Uh, well, see, Fritz was a Fritz little bit is, before me, but yeah. Before me. And he was a heel. He was a, he was a bad guy. So, um, uh, in, in his earlier years. Yeah. Yeah. And he, Oh, who might not know this, he had a great career at SMU. He was a great football player. No, I know. I got, yeah. uh, one of the uh, auction lots I won from Heritage mm-hmm. was, was a team autograph sheet. Nice. And I don't think other people realize that Jack Atkinson was right. Fritz Von Erich. Right. But the, he was on, uh, you know, they were, SMU had some great players. Absolutely. But he might be the most famous. Course, <laughs> I know, not maybe compared to Doug Walker. Yeah, Doug, Doug Walker's up there, right? So, but with that being said, I actually have a relationship with Ross and Marshall Atkinson, uh, okay. uh, Kevin's kids. Okay. And, you know, I just saw them a couple of weeks ago. Okay. And so that, that Von Eric lineage runs really, really deep here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. But they have cards out there, too, that are really exciting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I try to, you know, I have my wall of fame. You mm-hmm. know, so, and I, I generally, I started out, when I first did it, I had baseball, and then I do basketball and football. And then and a few years ago, I thought, this is wrong because people are not, they're, they're, they're just not picking up on the, it's not integrated. Mm-hmm. In fact, I had a, a friend come to look and he, I said, well, I've got some cards. And he said, I, yeah, I, I, let me see what you got. He saw the baseball, football, basketball. And he just said, okay. I said, well, you know, I thought 
my wife had told me he's he's really into it. He's really looking forward to spending some time. He's there for like two minutes. And I, I got to go. Uh, oh no! Uh, I think something's come up. And then out of the corner of his eye, he sees a wrestling card okay. that was in the far corner. It's a little <laughs> tiny wrestling section. And he, what? You have wrestling cards? He was there for a couple hours. Oh, nice. To get out all the wrestling, and go through it all. And he was like, you know, Rich Klein can take a card mm -hmm. and he can just see a portion of the card. Rob Veris can do the same thing. And I'm not at their level, but I can do it on some cards. He just see a sliver of the card and he knows who it is. Right. This guy could do that with the racing cards. He's oh, just wow. pulling them off and he's just going through the names before the names are popping up. And I thought, well, you know, hey, would you like to be a wrestling analyst for back in <laughs> publications? But we didn't have it. There aren't as many wrestling cards. No, not that In fact, that's what makes it tricky even to know what the rookie card is mm -hmm. for some of these guys because there's some very obscure. It's like when we first tried to define rookie cards, it was like in a pack available, you know, mass-produced, available to everybody. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't even say that for right. wrestling. There's a lot of regional, especially... Very much. Well, wrestling was really Yeah, regional. so it was, all, it was all territories. Before TV, yeah. before the McMahons. Uh, the earliest wrestling set that I can think of is that ra that wa Racks Roast Beef set yeah. that was produced in Nashville. It was Nashville or Memphis. And, like, the biggest name in that is a guy named uh, uh, Haku. But uh, he was yeah. Prince Ikea then, I believe. Yeah. Uh, but... The, it's hard to determine the rookie card. I mean, because of the stand, uh -huh. was it mass produced? Uh, yeah, Parkhurst had wrestling, you know, right? Canadian Parkhurst right. you know, had had uh, with uh, you know uh, Luthez and right. Vern Gagne and that fifty two tops ringside set had wrestling. And, yeah, yeah, they had a few wrestlers in there. Well, the Sport Kings, had, yeah, or, yeah, Jim Londos and some of these others. But still, until you get to Hulk Hogan mm -hmm. and The Rock and uh, these other, I mean, now wrestlers are multimedia superstars. Yes, absolutely. And so there, it's no wonder that their cards would have some interest. And what about action figures? Oh, man. I've got a bunch of action figures. I'm not sure what to do with them. I don't know really. Uh, so those rubber, I don't know if I forget what they're called, but they're, they were rubber, 12-inch rubber action figures yeah. that came out in the 80s. There's a Kamala, I mentioned Kamala earlier. There's a Kamala, one of those that's worth five $600. It's a, that has a, has the star on his, on his trunks that, uh, it was an early production run. There was, there was like 500 of them made. Uh, it's worth a lot of money. There's the same with the Ultimate Warrior, and there's one other guy from that set that I'm just gonna draw a blank on right now. But uh, those are fun. I mean, I had those as kids, and probably tore them all to pieces. Now you know, and now you didn't know you're supposed to keep them uh, yeah, in the box. Exactly, I didn't the, know in that the, in the case. No, I didn't know that. And then uh, if you go to the to newer iterations of wrestling figures, but either by Jax or anything the WWE has done, uh, just like variants and cards, there's all kinds of variations oh, right, right. In, the, in those wrestling figures. So. Yeah. Uh, Definitely a lot of fun there, too. But cards, you know, there's plenty of cards. Yeah. And there, there have been sets and different things that have come out that uh, it's it's one of the few things, one of the few sports where there can be a, a sprinkling. I mean, I guess you have WNBA, but it's one of the few where women, mm -hmm. and now it seems like women are kind of co-stars. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the events are a lot more integrated than they were back uh, when I was a kid. There was fabulous Mula. Right. Know, who was, I saw her in her prime. She was scary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're a little boy. <laughs> oh. So when I was young, they had uh, Glow, which was uh, right. a gorgeous ladies wrestling, wrestling, and that was short lived. I think it was only like three seasons. It was on television. Right. It wasn't long. But now it's going to have a longer life in the new remake of the TV show, right? <laughs> which is a good show, by which the way. Which is interesting, yeah. Um, yeah. But now Tops has a whole set dedicated to women's wrestling. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. So that's that's absolutely great. That uh, one, not only are the women of wrestling being recognized because they're athletes too. They're big time athletes. Yeah, yeah. They, they can. I, I challenge any guy out there to go into the ring and take the bumps that they're doing. Right. And uh, but not. But it's it's good for it's it's good all the way across the board. Uh, they're highly collectible, especially the the memorabilia cards and, and the autographs. Uh, clearly, right. So uh, it's. I think it's great all the way around. Absolutely. 
I did. Uh, I got one story about my brother. My brother was a you know was younger than me, and he would he was he had a summer camp assignment in this inner city situation that he he went to this camp, and he's with these these young uh, young young boys. And he was just not connecting with them. Mm-hmm. And so they were trying, he was trying to play baseball or tennis or golf or something. And they just weren't. And so he just, they had a break at one point and, you know, he's just feeling like a dud. Sure. He's not connecting with these, these impressionable kids. And, and some kid came up to him and he like put him in a little headlock or something <laughs> like that. And the, everybody kind of noticed and everything. And so, and so they said, well, how do you do that? What, what, you know, and then, so then he proceeds. To do uh, a step over toe hold. Oh wow! <laughs> a figure four leg lock, and then put the the iron claw oh, on wow. the kid. Now he's probably going to get kicked out of being a counselor of this camp after Absolutely. he puts the iron claw on the guy. But he doesn't draw the the catch up blood right. that uh, that uh, Fritz von Erich did. But all of a sudden now, fast forward, he's the favorite counselor, of course, because he's just doing wrestling <laughs> uh, banter as well as wrestling moves. So it really was uh, part of the culture. Even yeah. though it seemed like it was on late at night, but somehow when I was a kid, I must I watched it. Can I tell you a story about that? Okay. So uh, my grandmother, God God rest her soul, lovely woman. Uh, I used to, so on Saturday nights at eleven o'clock is when wrestling would come on, yeah. uh, channel twenty seven here in, in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and I stayed up to watch that. And then American Gladiators came on right after that. And my grandmother didn't know what American Gladiators was. She thought it was something I shouldn't be watching. She thought it was inappropriate. <laughs> so she stayed up one night to see what it was all about. So she watched wrestling with me, then American Gladiators came on, and then every weekend that I was at her house there, thereafter, we watched American Gladiators yeah, and wrestling that together. That was your ritual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a great, great time. Absolutely. Uh, what's your... Uh, do you collect? Yeah. Uh, uh, on the wrestling cards? Yeah, I have a little bit. Uh, I, I actually have a really good wrestling card collection. Do you? Uh, well, I just... I collected everything, and it was more type cards, but as you know, back in the day, you couldn't just buy a type of some of these cards that mm-hmm. came out as a set. Sure. So they were going to sell you a card, whether it was Hulk Hogan or whatever, mm-hmm. but that Series A and B or the, you know, the 82 mm-hmm. sets. The 82 yeah. I just, I got those in 82. Okay. Just because, and then all of a sudden you look up and you think, hey, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it's the rookie card of so right. many, so many, and then some of these other, other sets I just picked up. Mm-hmm. And then I threw them in a box. And then you pull out the box and you realize, hey, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of good stuff that probably was not very, very, Mass produced. Sure. I have a more memorabilia than I do cards. Okay. Um, shout out to one of your sponsors, Heritage. They just had an auction end with one of Kerry Von Erich's in, in ring worn boots that oh. was really cool. He had autographed it. And, oh. uh, a lot, maybe some of your listeners might not know this, but Kerry was missing a foot yeah. and you could see the brace on the boot. Yeah. So that was cool. Uh, I have like, well, Chris Jericho is my favorite wrestler. So okay. I, I have some Chris Jericho stuff. I have a great autographed book from him that I probably shouldn't mention here on the show. And then, um, does he have his own podcast? He does. And it's big time, right? It's so big that it has a cruise. It's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. it's absolutely. And they're coming to Dallas-Fort Worth soon yeah. uh, with the new AEW. Uh, so, uh, And then anything with Von Erich stuff, I still have a lot of yeah. old programs from the Sportatorium and Will Rogers that have autographs from Steve Williams and, and Kabuki and the Von Erichs and the Freebirds. And, like, I have that stuff, and it means a lot to me, actually. A lot of good memories wrapped up into yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I go back to the, you know, when I was a little kid, Bruno Sammartino. Yeah. And he was a, he was a good guy. And mm-hmm. a lot of these... Uh, you know, Killer Kowalski. Yep. Killer Train Triple H. It's just, oh man. And it, it just was so dramatic. I mean, the yes. storylines. Yes. They're pulling victory out of the jaws of defeat at the very last <laughs> minute with some special, somebody jumped in. Right. Wasn't supposed to. <laughs> the ref didn't see it. Yeah. He, yeah. So, uh, but the cards, uh, you know, even 
and it might be hard for listeners who are of certain age to get this, but back in those days, uh, in the earlier days, there, there was no memorabilia on the card. They weren't right, autographed. Right. You just had the card of the person, mm-hmm. and it had some information on the back, and had a, an interesting photo, and uh, and they were probably a lot more limited than we realized at right. the time. Absolutely. But there weren't that there weren't that many people going after them. But it's like hockey is like this too. There probably are less hockey collectors than baseball, but they are they don't lack in their passion. Absolutely. And wrestling, there may be less, but they don't lack in their passion. Absolutely. Uh, what about wrestling versus uh, UFC and some of these other MMA? Because uh, I don't really that that's a more relatively newer sure. phenomenon for me, so I'm not as much into that. But those have huge followings too. They do. Um, I think that if you were going down that hockey wrestling, UFC was probably right behind that, right. and then boxing uh, after that. Um, I think the boxing card market. And just boxing card collectors in general is highly underrated, and I think if there were more people who paid attention to it, well, because it goes back hundred years, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, I've uh, got some of that stuff too. I, I'm, uh, we've talked about this, Eric. You know, I mean, I'm really trying to crank out episodes that are meaningful to people, but I'm seeing the limitations sure. of having an audio format when we're talking about wrestling cards. When I have cards that I could show, sure, but I'm not really willing to do that. So I've got to figure out a way to incorporate some social media that would um, that would allow. Us, when we're having these conversations, to, mm-hmm. to, to put up some of these really cool cards that you and I would both uh, really appreciate, and I think a lot of listeners would, too. I think so, too. So I look forward to doing that. In fact, we let's let's not talk about boxing today. Let's right. let's stop for today, and maybe we'll come back to boxing on uh, another episode, and like I say, maybe find a way to, to uh, put up some uh, photos of some, because uh, boxing goes way, way back. Absolutely. Wrestling goes back, you know, a long time, too, but not... Mm-hmm. Not in the way we think of it. I think it really kicked in in the 40s and 50s, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the post-World War II. Right. Um, Gorgeous George. Then anything from there George. and then forward. Yeah. At any rate, we're at the end of our time. Thanks, Eric. Another another great episode. I don't know if I thanked all of my sponsors, so I'll definitely want to do that right now. Tops, uh, which did have wrestling cards. Panini, not sure about that. Upper Deck, I don't think so, unless it was uh, something there. Heritage Auctions, uh, Eric already gave a shout-out there. Huggins and Scott, I know, in fact... I better not say anything, but there might be a lot in the Uh-oh. auction coming up. Don't bid against me, anybody, especially you, Eric. <laughs> and then Mike Stadium Sports Cards and Burbank Sports Cards, they may sell an occasional wrestling card. And ComC, Beckett Marketplace, they are definitely there. Yes. So, again, uh, a fun topic to uh, discuss. Uh, we enjoy wrestling. Hope you do, too. But we'll talk about something else tomorrow. Thanks again, <laughs> Eric. We'll be back tomorrow. All right, Bye-bye. Thanks.